Chris Scalzer here with you. It's just going to be you and me. How exciting is that? So this past Sunday, we did that big, long, three-plus-hour Oscars streamathon. It was a ton of fun. We had a bunch of guests. I'll be posting that with all the silences pulled out uh, on the podcast feed. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube right now. Uh, of course, it was me and Matt featuring special guests, James Baker of Pop Cult Net, and, of course, Jamal Ford Bay, the composer of the song you just heard. But we did also discuss Alita Battle Angel and Happy Death Day to you. And I thought, well, you got to weed through that whole stream to listen to that stuff. And that just that that just doesn't seem right to me. So why don't we go ahead and hear those specific discussions about those films. And let's start everything off here with a clip from... Actually, there's no clip. We're just going to dive right into it. I'm not going to waste your time. So, uh, Alita, Battle Angel, part one. Again, back to your favorite movie, Alita, Battle Angel. <laughs> yes. It's going to be number one. for this why don't you tell me your thoughts about alita battle angel because i saw on the uh twitter machine you were pretty excited about it yeah i don't know if i was pretty excited about it there was like um you know when i saw the the previews for it i was like this is gonna be terrible but for some reason i still wanted to see it like i it is the more i watched it or the more times i saw it i was like you know maybe this could actually be fun and to be quite honest with you is for all the problems that it has um and there are many I still had a really good time watching this. And I, I don't know why. I think I think I attribute that mostly to Rosa Salazar and making me care about a a uh, a digital character. Um, but uh, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. You know what? I'm gonna all right, I'm gonna accept that because initially, uh, with your effusive praise on, on Twitter, <laughs> I was I'm not gonna lie to you, I was a little concerned. You're a little I, concerned? I, I, oh, I agree with you that it is it is strong, but it does have, um, I think, quite a few issues. So your effusive praise and how wonderful you thought it was, you know, I'm like, wow, did he not catch those same challenges that I had with it? I, I mean, I I did, but I don't think it really bothered me quite as much because the, the fun parts and the, and the parts that I liked outweighed any kind of negatives that I had. And really, Chris, you should know by now, I'm just trying to get myself kicked off the show so you can be the bad guy. So I'm just trying to. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah, it has, I think, some really fantastic action set pieces and the science fiction stuff is really fascinating. I, um, Christoph Waltz is good, but I think you're entirely right. I think the film is is mostly carried by Rosa Salazar's entirely animated, basically, mm -hmm. character. One thing yeah. I didn't quite understand, though, is what? why did she have large eyes? Was there a reason behind that? Well, I mean, I think it's just because of the manga, um, you know, and it's... Um, it's an homage to that. Yeah, yeah, and I think they just wanted it to make her look otherworldly and unhuman. Um, so, you know, I think, um, yeah, I think it was just, that's kind of where they were going with that. Fair enough. So right now we're doing the... What is it, kind of a run-through of the best pictures? Well, no, because Incredibles 2. I guess we're just doing a review of the films. Right they're, yeah, they're just showing how great the movies are and how much they fulfill your life. That's good. I One thing I struggle with with Alita Battle Angel 2 is that it's... 
I think it focuses too much on building a sequel instead of telling a coherent one-shot story. Yeah. I think you could have laid the groundwork maybe for a sequel at the end of the film. Right. But I think it, it does focuses too much. And I think the main story itself is short thrifted because of that. Right. I think that it suffers because the focus appears to be more on, you know, we want a sequel for this thing than it is telling a fascinating story. I, well, and for the most of it, I did enjoy it, but it's, you know, I don't know. That was a, a struggle for me. How did you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's true, but I, from what I understand, I mean, I'm not very familiar with the the manga or the the anime movie that came out after it. But from what I understand, it's this is pretty close to the actual first arc. Now, whether that was a good thing or a bad thing, but I guess this is really the first part of the story is what they told. So I guess they were pretty faithful adaption. Now, whether that was a good idea or not, I I can't say. Well, I mean, that may be the case, but I think you could have maybe handled it a little more deftly instead mm. of kind of just dedicating a whole second half of the film it just feels unfinished right mm -hmm. and there's a way you can make a film even in a already predetermined franchise still feel finished without uh you know focusing too much on the fact that we're going to have a sequel sure and we better hope we will oh well i think we should well we can't be quiet because if anybody's watching us which i'm sure there is not but tina fey maya rudolph and amy poehler have taken the stage and those are the three musketeers of comedy for me right there mm -hmm. are they I love the three of them. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I love the three of them, but there. I mean, the three musketeers of comedy? That is a bold statement. Well, I, I, if I'm honest, in my head, I was about to say female comedy, but I, I want to, I didn't want to run with that. <laughs> you didn't want to, you didn't want to quantify it that way? No, I didn't. I felt uncomfortable as the thought entered my head. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm trying to think too. Here's the problem with doing, putting this all together, Matt. I am woefully unprepared for the actual films discussions, which normally, really? if you listen to the show, I am, I, I took no notes. I lost total track of time because of the weekend. Mm. So yeah, we're trying to bite off, we're biting off a lot here. We certainly are. So I, I have to say too, for the, the special effects in Alita were quite good. I thoroughly, yeah, I thought I they thought were good too. Yeah. The, the grafting of the human faces on the cyborg bodies. Um, it all looked pretty, pretty good. And you got, yeah. as you said, Lawnmower Man himself is in here, Jeff Fahey, which uh, <laughs> I know was fun. So I, I think Marcel Ali, too, I think, again, is underserved by our need to set up a sequel. So we'll see. Are we going to even get one? What do you think? Um, I don't know. How's it doing? So, it did. It, it, did a, it was like a lackluster opening weekend in general, but I, I guess it took the first, the top spot. But I don't know if how well it's carried, got legs it's got. The Budget has on Wikipedia is 200 million gross, 170 net. Huh? Okay. What's okay. how does that work with a movie production? That does, that, yeah, that doesn't usually how that works. No. And it's made 263.4. So okay. I guess it's in the black ish at this point. Yeah. But it's doing, it's doing like gangbusters overseas though, right? Um, no, I think that's your total. Oh, I'll okay. confirm that on the box offices of the Bojos, but I'm pretty sure that's the total. total. Again, back to your favorite movie, Elite of Battle Angel. Again, back to your favorite movie, Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> yes. It's going to be number one. So what were your, what were your, so you, you said it had faults. What were your issues with Alita? Um, well, Hugo is pointless. Um, the whole like kind of love thing is pointless. I mean, I get it that she's trying to, like, I guess, kind of helps her show more of her humanity, I guess. But he yeah. is just like a blank slate. He's a cipher. Um, and then I guess... Um, 
what else were some of the other things I didn't like about it? Um, you know what? I don't know. I mean, I guess it was kind of corny and cheesy, but I, it was in a good way. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Well, Hugo is clearly Robert Rodriguez too. What? Because he's he's I believe he's Mexican, but also okay. he's got the hair the bandana on for a couple scenes, which is Rodriguez's okay. thing. He always wears that. So I'm I'm telling you. He was channeling himself there for that character. I know he was. I got okay. And I, I, I it took me a while to figure out who Gruishka was. Okay. Oh yeah, it was Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. For the longest time, I thought it was like a Triple H, or it was um, <laughs> it was somebody else. I'm blanking on who I thought it was. John Cena. No, no, no. But um, ah, it's gonna kill me now. Whatever. So. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I overall I enjoyed Alita. It it just like I said, it for a, in the end it kind of petered out for me, unfortunately. Yeah. But overall, it is a fun action film. I'm going to tell you, I think this thing is a limited audience. I don't see this as a big kind of crowd pleaser, not for everybody. I think this is, I don't know. I think in, to its detriment, even though having a female lead, I feel this is kind of like a, you know, a sci-fi sci-fi action film for teenagers sure the voice is really what it is what are you trying to say there's some kind of weird sexual component to no it? i think it's just i don't know that's just target audience for sure and i don't think it makes any real aspirations to be anything more Which but you know fine. what is that is that Which so is bad fine. is that so bad really no no it's clear it's I mean, making a let me tell you because in cinema it's a market that is barely ever served so <laughs> i think that's I mean, I don't know what you expected from the 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 action movie from James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez based on a Japanese uh, comic book. I mean, that's true. You know, there was no tentacle porn, so I guess I should be happy. There was, yeah. I mean, come on, count your blessings. <laughs> Tom Morello is on, and there's John Mulaney. Wow, that's a good. What's Tom Morello doing here? All right. So, what do you what are, what are they announcing? Since you're so far ahead of me. Uh, I think they're gonna show they're gonna do a performance of one of the nominated songs. Oh, good. So we can keep going then. Yeah. Any other Adam thoughts? About, any other thoughts about Alita? Yeah, you know what? I thought it was I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's stupid, but it's it's kind of it's one of those trashy films that I can just see that's gonna grow on me, and I'll probably be like one of the only people who has a real affection for it. And it's something that you'll probably make fun of me for for years to come, and I will argue about it ad nauseum. Um, but I give it a B minus. I think that's a fair score. That's what I actually was thinking of giving it myself. I was hovering on C plus B minus. I think the special effects and the action scenes elevated it above to be just typically an average actioner. I think there's enough there to keep you hooked and interested. So uh, I'm in, I'm inclined to agree with that. I think that's fair. There you go. I think a B minus is there. We're always right. I, I was wrong. They're actually, uh, this is a best picture. They're showing... Clips of ice. Morello is a big lefty. He is. All right. B minus is for the elitist. The elitist Alita. Are you going to get a sequel out of that? Uh, No, I don't, which is a shame. I think that was another big mistake. They shouldn't have kind of assumed and ended it that they're going to get a uh, sequel. Although, you know, they got all kinds of cameos of people showing up. Yeah. And your boy, Jake Courtney. Oh, yeah. That's right. Your boy. He's your boy. And then, of course, the big reveal at the end as to who the bad guy was. What'd you think of yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> And we don't really go anywhere with the, what do you think of the bad guy at the end? I think Matt just says, yeah, that was interesting. So, and that wraps up the discussion of Lita Battle Angel. It's tough to do this stuff when you're also watching a television at the exact same time.
But still, B- is abroad for Alita Battle Angel. Shoot us your thoughts at feedback at thefirstrun.com. Coming up on Blu-ray and DVD this week, just going to run through this real fast. Ralph Breaks the Internet, the sequel to the great film, Wreck-It Ralph. This one, not as good, but still worth a watch. Mary Queen of Scots, starring Margot Robbie and Saoirse Ronan. The sci-fi romance thriller Border. Possession of Hannah Grace, a horror film. An anniversary edition of The Little Mermaid. And includes a 4K release as well. Scream Factory is giving us Crispin Glover's Willard. The cult classic, I guess-ish. Night, excuse me, Next of Kin from 1982 is being released. Used Cars. Spun also being released. And finally, Criterion is releasing To Sleep With Anger. So we're going to keep this train rolling now, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Happy Death Day 2. All right, Matt, let's talk a couple, for a few minutes about Happy Death Day to you, too. Okay. So Happy Death Day to you, too. Happy Death Day to you, I should say. Happy Death yes. Day to you. Get it right. So we return to the Happy Death Day universe right Mm -hmm. and this Mm -hmm. time we find out the origins of what happened and why right except now the whole thing is about solving is it about solving the murder at this point or it's more about getting the calculations right done in time to solve the quantum scientific uh formula that allows them to so the whole thing was done basically by a uh, science experiment gone awry, like kind of real genius X kind of stuff, right? <laughs> and um, something happens, and then they, it introduces parallel universes, right? Uh, and then they got to get uh, her back to her proper parallel universe or her proper universe, I guess it would be, right? Mm-hmm. So this is not. There's a bit of a internet kerfuffle about this as well, which is just stupid. That the problem that this is not a horror film. And guess what? It's not. It's not. It's more of a science fiction thriller type of a thing. And comedy. Right. Comedy, right. And I think it works on all of those levels. I really right. appreciated this thing. I thought it was just as clever as the first film, if not more so. It's a little complicated, but it doesn't bog you down in scientific jargon, right? And overall, it's, I don't know, Matt, I found this thing to be a lot of fun. What did you think? Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I don't think it was as good as the first one. And I think I appreciated the most about the first one is that they didn't try to explain it with any kind of babble or anything like that. Um, they kind of just kind of set the, the, the reason, um, you know, she just keeps reincarnating for whatever reason. And it just kind of goes, I think, I don't think it needed an explanation. I think this whole parallel universes and it's a science experiment and all this kind of stuff. I think it took away a lot of the, a lot of it um, because it, focuses you on other things i mean i still thought it was fun mm-hmm. but i didn't enjoy it as much as i liked the first one i think that's fair i mean it is a kind of a different film but it's still i still rather enjoyed it mm-hmm. uh, i don't i may be inclined to agree with you it's not as good as the first one but still it's uh i think it's an entertaining ride and well worth seeing i think the uh the laughs are great the cast is all good it's just it's fun it's really fun. It's not a straight slasher horror film, but it's mm-hmm. it's still a fun little roller coaster ride. I would recommend it, and I think it would be a great double feature with the original. I think you'd enjoy it. So, what are you going to give Happy Death Day to you, Matt? As a girl, um, 
I am also, I think I'm going to give it a C plus. Okay. I'm giving it a B. Wow. All right. That's like, wow. That's two degrees. We're never two degrees apart. I know, right? <laughs> wow. That was fast. Lean in me. So I guess that's going to be it. That's where our thoughts of Alita Battle Angel and Happy Death Day to you. I feel like those films were kind of... Didn't get their due, really. I think they're a lot more interesting than the total of, I think, about 12, 13 minutes that we spend on both of them. Uh, both we've enjoyed enough, I think, to recommend you see. Next up, though, we're going to be talking about Fighting With My Family, the comedic, what is it, kind of origin or biopic of the WWE wrestler Paige. We'll also be discussing the latest Steven Soderbergh film on Netflix, High Flying Bird. This one also shot on iPhone 7. We're going to do our five favorite sports performances. Movies, I should say, performances in a sports movie. And then I'm going to, I guess, do a quick little Oscars recap. Since it may be the last one I watch, you'll have to tune in to find out all the details about that. So that's going to be it. I appreciate everybody taking a few minutes to uh, check in with us with this kind of makeshift ramshackle show. Again, you can check out the full Oscar stream on the latest episode of the First Run Focus as well on YouTube. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Just do a search for the First Run. Scroll, scroll, scroll. You will find us. And of course, if you wouldn't mind terribly leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, that'll help other people find the show. As always, shoot us an email at feedback at thefirstrun.com. So we're going to take another extended break, and uh, we will see you all soon. Thanks. It stinks. Wah, wah, wah.